When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. For myself, John Kelly, I'm here with Jeremiah Stringer, looking rather Patagucci today, might I add. Uh, Jeremiah, uh, you are you are straight out of school right now, aren't you? Uh, literally just like, I was like, hey man, two drinks over. I gotta go. I got a, a podcast. I'm going to meet John. And then the kid's like, all right, did I go to parent pickup? I was like, yep. And then I come in and let the dogs out and walk straight into the YouTube studio. And we are recording right now because uh, this is Labor Day week, and both of us have Labor Day plans. Mm -hmm. So you're listening to this on Labor Day week. This is actually the week before Labor Day as we're recording right now. But uh, Jeremiah, I have good news. What's your good news? I can hike again. Oh, that's fantastic news. Yeah, man. My doctor told me, or my, my physical therapist told me on Friday, I can get back into it. She said, ease into it because you haven't done it for so long now. You're probably going to be really sore if you try and go too many miles the first day. So uh, my plans were to go out yesterday, but then it ended up raining the whole day. And uh, you know my my situation. I've got a little girl I got to pick up off the bus. And uh, actually, I meant today. But uh, with all the rain and everything, there's X factors. And I can't risk missing my little girl's bus. That would be a bad move on my part as a dad. So, uh, yeah, you have to prioritize your daughter. Yeah, and not only that, but uh, yesterday, while we were on a live stream, I'm getting texts from my wife, and she is telling me about this adventure that's going on where my daughter was goofing around and got her foot underneath a uh, a cart at the grocery store, and it ripped off her toenail, and uh. she's screaming and bleeding everywhere. They had to leave. We have a friend who's a nurse. They went and saw her. And she got her she got her foot all bandaged up and everything. This is all while we're talking on air. So I'm trying to like keep it together and not like freak out on air, right? Uh -huh. And and so um she gets that taken care of. I took her to the doctors today. Luckily, there were no broken bones, not even a sprain. She's just a little bruised up. And in about a year, she's gonna have a new toenail. So <laughs> why, why do toenails grow so slow? I don't know, man, but gosh. Like it was kind of gross. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I took pictures of it, but I'm not gonna post those, post those on here. My wife probably wouldn't be very happy with me. <laughs> so, yeah, that sounds absolutely disgusting. It it was not something that I'm I, I would want to like go look at on purpose. Do you normally grocery shop with your wife? No, actually, one of us will usually watch the kids at home, uh -huh. and the other one will go grocery shopping so they can have a break. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but last night we had on Sunday, we just had so much stuff going on all day. There was no time to actually go. And the only time really to go was last night, but I was doing a live stream. So she was taking the kids with her and, uh, yeah, it did not turn out well. It definitely did not turn out well. Uh, we did not get the groceries either because, uh, it, there was no waiting in line after that. She took the grocery cart to a couple of young people at the grocery store and said, um, I'm sorry, but she's bleeding everywhere. I've got to get her to to see somebody. Um, I'm sorry, all this is in the cart, and they're like, "Don't worry about it. We'll put it all away." Got it taken care of. But uh, 
probably looked like a murder scene where the accident had happened. <laughs> probably <laughs> trying to do everything she could to just stop the bleeding. I know, I know. She could not get it. She told me she could not get it to stop. And so uh, she got her in the car and just wrapped something around her foot, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And then and then got her to our friend's house and she helped take care of it. She was going to go to the emergency room. And uh, our friend's a nurse. And so I said, why don't you go to her first? And let's not make a $450 decision when it could be something small that just bleeds a lot. Luckily, it was something smaller that just bleeds a lot. And uh, we ended up not going to the emergency room. But I, I told I I told her, I said, let's not do the emergency room. Let's not. That's expensive, man. Yeah. And, you know, you made one of the most dad comments that I've heard. I picked up on it a few minutes ago. You just said, uh, no, normally one person watches the kid and the other person grocery shops and they get a break. Yes. So I avoid it like the plague. I never even thought about the grocery store being a break. <laughs> You'd be surprised with a four and a five year old. The, the, the sound never stops. It's just I, always like, there's a reason I love backpacking so much, Jeremiah. Yeah. The quiet is so beautiful. You know what I've done is I have uh, almost sworn off grocery shopping unless it's a last resort, you know, yeah. traveling during the weekend and I'm living that bachelor life. Yeah. By the way, it gets old after a couple of days for me. Nobody, does. Nobody's cooking. Nobody's cleaning. It's all just stuck on me. There's no <laughs> duties. But I have decided it is worth it for me to pay more for groceries. If I just give Bridget the money and say, get whatever we need, I will pay double if I don't have to go. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. Uh, Rhea usually does the shopping. Um, because I do have hobbies that give me a break every once in a while. So yeah. a lot of times what I do is like on Sunday afternoons, I just tell her, go, go to the coffee shop for an hour or two and then go get the groceries. Like I can handle the kids for the afternoon. You know, I try to be a good husband. I try really hard because she lets me do a lot of stuff. Now this summer I haven't gotten to, we've talked about it with the whole back issue and all that stuff. Um, so I haven't gotten to do any backpacking since June. Uh -huh. And, uh, that has been devastating. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, but hopefully next weekend I'll be back out and enjoying myself again in the woods. So well, you, you give me some advice on this, man. So okay. last night after our live stream, I finally had the chance because I worked all day and then I went to the gym yeah. and then I ate dinner and then had a live stream. I finally had the chance to sit down and talk to my wife about our plan for the backpacking trip next weekend. And we kind of decided since it's still summertime, Bridget, she wants to swim as much as she can. And we decided to go to cave run Lake. Nice. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And both of us are backpacking in and we're going to take some floaties and stuff and swim out there, hang out and camp and then uh, hike back to the vehicle the next day. Well, I told her I have it flagged, the campsite, I have it flagged on my Earthmate GPS. And I said, we can go either direction. We can stay on the trail. We can walk around. And it's maybe four or five miles, something like that. Or we can take a shortcut. And the catch with the shortcut is it's not on trail. Bushwhacking. I, it is bushwhacking, but I've done this shortcut before. Yeah. And it's not that bad. 
but you give me the advice. If it's two and a half miles doing the off trail and it's only off trail for like three quarters of a mile, it's not like the whole two and a half miles is off trail. Yeah. Or maybe I go five or six miles, but we stay on trail the entire time. Which one do you think I should choose for her and my sake? Because remember, I have to walk with her. So if she's happy, I'm happy. But if she's not. Well, I'm you not. said it's only three quarters of a mile. Maybe three quarters of a mile off trail. And I have done it before. So, but the time wise, you're going to get to your campsite way faster. That is very true. That's like one of the hours faster, like two hours faster, possibly. Well, I figured the two and a half miles will take us about an hour and a half, maybe since part of it's off trail, the five or six would probably take us two Three and a half four hours. You think it would take two and a half to six miles? Yeah. Uh, well, it depends on how fast you walk. Cave run lake. It's around the lake. So it's not like you're going. Oh yeah. Deep. Well, the shell hikes along the lake. I've, I've, I've actually yeah. hiked that. So yeah. You know, um, I mean, if it's going to cut an hour or two off your hike, you know what I mean? Like, you say do the shortcut? I would do the shortcut. I would just make sure that you're carrying most of the weight and uh, you're first and you you hold things out of the way for her. Yeah, I could take my little silky saw and uh, we'd have it for the fire at night. And if there's anything up around us, we could kind of cut it out of the way on the way, make a little off-trail path. You could go all Indiana Jones and bring a machete. Oh, and just whack my way just through. Just whack that. your way through it, man. Those rubbers, <laughs> that that I, might come in handy with those, dude. Those things are like it's like they're grabbing a hold of you with claws. I know, man. Of course, that would be very not leave your own trace. No, leave no trace. You would be leaving your own trace if you did that, probably. Yeah, but it would definitely make it easier on your wife. Yeah, I got to weigh the pros and cons on that one. So that would be more bushcrafty if you did that. Honestly, it's not that bad. The off trail is not that bad. We walked out there, me, I think it might have been uh, Jason, Jeremy, All Things Outdoors, and Hoot. Okay. I think that we done that exact trek, except we done more mileage with them. I'm just going to take Bridget straight out to uh, yeah. second campsite we hit. Okay. But, I mean, I would if, it, if it's going to cut time off the hike and she can get in the water quicker, because mm-hmm. you've got that promise to her. This is shorter. And you're yep. going to get to the water quicker. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I think that's what she wants right now. She wants the water, right? She wants the water, but she also wants, I guess, to get into the mindset for the backpacking because we're going to be doing the Camino, hopefully, next summer. Yeah. We started saving. We have, uh, she's she sold some things. I, I sold a big Agnes uh, sleeping pad. Nice. Last, yeah, last week. And I gave a heavy discount on it, but. I think i made like 75 bucks on it so that went into an envelope for the camino and then uh one little money at the family reunion stick that into the camino fund she's uh selling a hammock that i don't need stick that in there any little oh, side awesome stuff. yeah but we're saving. You know, if you made some merch you could probably sell yeah now that's oh, true oh, my daughter's my daughter's in the video right now ask her if she's okay are you okay show is done okay you want to go play in your room okay good (laughs) she seems like she's in high spirits (laughs) she is she is uh she's a trooper man she's a trooper um that was the first time that i'm shocked that's the first time that's ever happened 
That is so precious. I, I am shocked that's the first time that's ever happened. Um, <laughs> okay, so, okay, we mentioned something in that that I, I kind of want to make mention of. Okay. The Shell Toey Trace, uh, a trail that I've hiked and, and a lot of a trail that you've hiked, yeah, um, is now on the Far Out app, which oh. is pretty awesome, which is formerly Gut Hooks for people who uh, don't know about the new name. But uh, how awesome is it that the Shell Toey Trace is now recognized – on a very well-respected and very heavily used app. Well, it's, I think that it'll be a double-edged sword. I think that it will bring more notoriety, which hopefully will help the economy in the areas that it goes through. Because And the condition of the trail needs more hiking on it. Yes, that'll also be a big-time plus, yeah. because the, the number one maintenance that you can do to a trail is just to have tra- foot traffic. Yes, Yes, and that's the one thing that the the Sheltoe Trace can be a lonely trail. Oh yeah, you could go the entire trail and not be hiking with any other hiker. Hardly ever. I mean, I it's in passing. Yeah, it's a lot like uh, when Flash did the Superior Hiking Trail, mm-hmm. and he said he rarely saw anybody, and he got he said you dealt more with loneliness hiking that trail because it was just him. He was solo hiking it. He said he dealt more with loneliness than anything else when he was hiking that trail. And the Sheltoy Trace can be a lot like that. I did um, probably the last hundred miles of that trail by myself. And I can tell you, man, I hardly ever saw anybody. I definitely didn't hike with anybody. Um, you listen to podcasts and stuff instead? Uh, honestly, for me, I don't like listening to a lot of music and stuff when I hike. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, my house is loud. So... Being on the trail is the quiet part for me. And so, like, enjoying the sound of, of the insects and the birds and the air going through the – or the wind going through the trees. And that's all stuff I love. I just prefer not to listen to music or podcasts when I'm hiking. Uh, the only time I ever do is when I start getting inside my own head. Mm-hmm. Like, I hit a difficult section of trail. And I'm going up a hill or something, and I'm just – you know how you get self-doubt? And you're like, I don't, I don't want to do this hill right now. I might put music on then, but most of the time I don't want music in. I want to actually hear the outdoors. I'm I'm a big hippie when it comes to that kind of stuff. So oh, that's understandable. Yeah. When I was doing the long trail, um, every morning I would kind of split the day in half. And during the morning time, while I was kind of waking up and getting my feet under me and everything, get my legs going, I would just listen to the birds, and that was kind of my music because nature has its own music. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the afternoons, I get a little bored. You know, you've already hiked eight, ten miles, and you're like, "Well, I got six more to go. This sucks. Why am I doing this right now?" <laughs> so, you know, if there's nobody around to talk to, which a lot of times my favorite is meeting somebody new. Yeah. And while you're hiking, you talk to them and get to know them, especially if you hike kind of the same pace. And when you're doing a trail like the Sheltoe or the Long Trail or any longer trail, it's going to take you a few weeks or months. You, you know, you meet some people and you get to know them and it's a complete stranger. So that's very entertaining. But if I don't have that, then I just grind it out with music or a podcast. Right, right. Or an audio book. I know a lot of people like sign up for Audible and then they will do a book and listen to that audio book. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do that stuff. I, I know for me, like I said, I just... I love quiet. Like I've never been somebody who loved quiet until I was a dad and there is no quiet right now. Like 
this what we're doing is the quietest thing that I'm going to do all week. And I'm still talking the whole time with you. So it's not really quiet, but it's not loud, if that makes sense. Yeah. So what like tonight, think? my son's got football practice. So there's going to be a lot of loud at football practice. Yeah, you're so, going to be out there yelling like the dad you are. Go hit him. No, I do tell him that. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely on. cheering him on. I'm definitely cheering him on. And a lot of times I'm saying, put your mouthpiece back in. You're going to lose your teeth. <laughs> I bet they're running around. How old are they? Uh, he's the youngest on the team. It's a four to six. The team's four to six. Okay. So they're literally just like running with their arms out in front of them the whole time, just running around, trying to hit somebody, trying to, trying to, um, they've slowly been trying to install the offense, which has been fun to watch. Um, (laughs) trying to watch the kids realize if we're going to run this way, we're going to block that way. Or, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, it's just fun to watch, man. They're, they're probably going to be pretty awful. And that's at no fault of the coaches. We got a really young team this year. So uh, they're probably going to be really pretty good next year. But this year, it's probably a rough team. But it's going to be fun to watch. That's for sure. That's okay. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. um, Let me ask you. I mentioned that there's positives and negatives to the Sheltoe going on the Far Out app, which I plan on buying. I assume it's like 15 bucks. Already bought it. Bought it today. How much was it? $15. Okay. So what do you think some of the negatives are with bringing that on the app? Well, let me let me share just like a, a couple positives, and then I'll go to the negatives, if that's cool with you. Yeah, man, absolutely. Okay, so the trail needs exposure. Yeah. Period. It just needs exposure. It's been around since 1979, so it's been around a while, mm-hmm. and there's just hardly anybody that knows about it. And for a while, the, the Sheltoe Trace was in such bad disrepair that they were about to shut the trail down. What like, when was this? Uh, this was uh, just not that long ago, maybe 15 years ago, mm-hmm. 20 years ago, maybe. Um, they were about to shut the trail down, and a guy named Steve Barber committed to take on the trail as the head of the Sheltoe Trace Association. And Steve has been working his tail off to form chapters along the trail to keep the trail clean, to do maintenance. Uh, he's also lengthened the trail. Uh, right now it starts at burnt mill bridge in Tennessee, but it's about to be 10 miles South of that will be the new, um, terminus on the South end. And they're continuing to build it down at one point. I don't know if this is still the hope for it, but I know at one point the hope was eventually it would go from the Gulf of Mexico to Lake Erie and connect with the Buckeye trail and go through Ohio. How many thousands of miles is that? That's probably well over to probably over 2,500 miles. Probably almost 3,000 miles, actually. Yeah, it's a lot of miles. That is a ton. That would take a long time. Yeah. I mean, you're talking either the Gulf of Mexico around, you know, Florida or Alabama, mm-hmm. and then straight up to Ohio, all the way up to Ohio. Yeah. That's, that's a long hike. Yeah, because from Kentucky down to, like, the Panhandle area, or maybe Orlando, that's less than 1,000 miles, but right under it. Right, it's like seven hundred to nine hundred miles. So yeah. you're talking quite a bit of trail. What, what and, are the and, other- and the other thing about trails is they don't go straight. Yeah, that's true. So trails are curving around and, and looping and doing all kinds of stuff. So what should be a straight line is never really a straight line. Yeah, I was talking like driving interstate. Yeah. Yeah. So it should be pretty cool. I don't know if that they're ever gonna actually do that. If they do, it's probably after I'm gone. You might still be around because you're young, but <laughs> I, I may not be around when that one happens. 
Um, but it, they're definitely working on it. Um, the miles used to be like 300 or was it 319 miles? Then it became 323. Then it became 330. Now it's like, now I think it, on, on gut hooks are saying it's 343 miles. So there's, there's constant reroutes going on. They're trying to get the trail off the road because there's a lot of road walking in it, but there's several reroutes that have happened over the years to remove some of the road walking, which has been really cool. So if I were section hiking it right now, and let's say it gets extended in three months, so do I have to go back and do that extra mileage if I'm already past it? Like you said, it's going to be before burnt mill. Would you consider it a completed sectioned through hike if I complete everything else above that? My, my thought on it is when you start, the mileage when you start is the mileage you need to complete. Okay. So like if you get past an area and you're going to the next area and they add miles behind you, just keep going. Like you've done a continuous footpath along the trail and it was the trail. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I do know that there are sections that weren't there when I was doing it. And I want to go back and do some of those. It's been three years since I did the Sheltoe trace and I would like to go back and redo some of those. Mm -hmm. Um, just because for me, I would like to, I'd like to hike those sections. There's a hike, uh, section along the Kentucky trail that I haven't hiked that you probably have hiked. And, uh, I'd like to go back and do that section. The, the, I think the negative that could happen from this is if it's not updated. What do if you the mean? trails, if the trails not updated on far out, like the, the communication between the association and far out isn't good. Uh, there, there could be a real problem. I think the Susquehanna trail got put on recently too. And then according to Jason wish, he just commented on my Instagram today that there were several campsites and water sources that were in the wrong place. So uh, um, I, I think that could be a problem if, if people are counting on this program to show them where they're going to get water, and where they're going to get campsites and they're not in the right places, that could definitely be a big issue. So hopefully um, all that stuff's already ironed out. I know they've been working on this for almost two years, I think with I the Sheltoy trace association to get this on back when it was gut hooks, they were putting it on there. So do they have this? I thought that this could be kind of a dream job for me or somebody else that loves backpacking is you partner with a company like far out or like Onyx. Yeah. Or anybody that's a, a map, like a, uh, uh, an app that is GPS related for backpacking. Yeah. And then you actually hike the trail. I don't know. I guess you keep a notebook or a digital log or maybe put pins on the app on where things were just right. to kind of double check, but it doesn't seem very effective. User feedback would be a lot more effective because you're getting all the foot traffic. So it could be one of those things where you release it. And then as you gather more information, uh, either by people kind of like Google does with traffic, you know, if there's a slowdown, it's cause right. it's showing up on there and they're kind of pinging your phone, which I don't know how far out does that, but the user data could be more effective, but I thought that could be a good dream job being like, yep, this is the campsite and, you know, check market on the app. And then you're kind of working for the app company, double checking the work. Well, I will tell you that a lot of the Sheltoe Trace that's on Onyx, mm -hmm. uh, because Onyx bought the hiking project. Yeah, which was and REI, I believe. It was, it was REI. Um, the hiking project, a lot of the Sheltoe Trace trails uh, were recorded by myself and Brian Carpenter, a.k.a. The Flash. So a lot of people who will be hiking parts of the Sheltoe Trace will actually be hiking our actual foot traffic. 
that we wow. did when we hiked it, which is kind of cool. Like if you get on Onyx, um, because there were a lot of sections that were um, missing. Like there were just like gaps in the trail. Yeah. And so uh, Brian and, and I'll give all the credit to Brian. He's the one that actually recorded it on his phone. But we use the hiking project through the whole thing. We use the hiking project and we use Gaia, which still Gaia is my favorite. But um, we use those and he actually recorded his his footpath the whole way and uh, actually submitted it to the hiking project. I wonder. So I, I have a Garmin um, watch and then yeah. I have like my Garmin inReach too. But uh, whenever I use my phone to track, it always kills my battery. So I wonder, it does not the same thing on my watch. I mean, GPS is going to slaughter your battery. My yeah. watch will even be like, if I'm tracking, and this is like a very expensive Garmin, you know? Mm-hmm. And when I track on it, it, like right now it says battery life, 13 days at the, at the bottom. Right. So if I were to be backpacking right now and I started a hike, Right. And it's going to track me and put it on the app, the Garmin app on my phone. It's going to go. It's no longer going to say 13 days. It's going to say in real time. You have 28 hours left or whatever. Oh, wow. It's that much of a difference. Yeah, it will. It will be. It will go from days like week, two weeks to hours. And I'll actually charge this watch if I'm tracking all my hikes, which is one of the reasons why I don't use my phone or my watch to track every time I'm hiking. I want to. Right. It shows me like my VO2 stats. It shows me my miles per hour. It even like updates it in real time. It doesn't just do a, you've traveled two miles in this one hour and average it out over time. It'll be like, I don't know what the length of time is. Maybe it's like a few minutes, but it will algorithmically do the math in real time to tell me yeah. my pace when I'm slowing well, down or speeding up. But I don't know what the workaround is because the battery life, on your phone using an app or your watch or whatever, it seems like it just kills it. Well, what I like to do is um, I use Strava. Okay. And Strava tends to use less resources, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when I do hiking trips, I don't use my a- Apple watch. My Apple watch is what I wear like all week long and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, but when I go hiking, I've got my Sunto borrow nine, um, which is a great watch. And that thing, um, I can get it to start recording where I'm walking and it's built into the GPS. I don't even have to, it's not even attached to my phone when it's doing it. So like then when I get done and I, and I sync my watch up with my phone, it then Mm -hmm. uploads all that up to Strava on my phone. So I don't have to track with my phone while I'm tracking with my watch. And because they're not communicating with each other either, it's not using a bunch of data between the two and causing more battery drainage. So for me, that's been how I do mine, and it works really well. Um, and I can still go three or four days without having to charge it. Yeah, I don't like to charge because the more stuff, I mean, you know, the more oh, stuff yeah. you bring into charge, the bigger battery pack that you have to have. And the more weight you got to carry. Exactly. Everything is weight. Everything is weight. Yeah, especially with, like, camera equipment. You know, if you're bringing a camera, like I use my phone most of the time when I'm on trail now because it's something yeah. I already have. But if you're bringing a camera, then you got to bring extra batteries. And if you want to charge those batteries, you need a bigger battery pack. Yep. So you use it up. And before you know it, you're carrying around 20, 30,000 milliamp hour battery that weighs a pound and a half. Yep. Just, uh, it's not a good situation. No, it's not. You're right about that. And, and the thing is, um, finding stuff that can keep a charge for longer is just 
a lifesaver. You know, when when a lot of the guys have started bringing the uh, little air pumps that are also lanterns. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I can't remember what the brand is, but it's just a little like Amazon thing that they've got. Is it and, Gate or something? Nothing to do with Gate. There's much multiple- like watch any of Dan Becker's videos from a year ago, and I think it was in like every single video he he did because um, he was a huge fan of this thing. But I mean, it's the Flex. battery lasts like a week, right? It's Flex Gator. Yeah, Flex Tail, Flex Tail gear. Yeah, I have two of them just like sitting on the shelf over here. They're two different brands. But. Yep, they're. Uh, I mean, that those are great, and they the battery lasts forever on them. Uh, if you can, if you can put your phone in airplane mode for most of the day while you're hiking, you can save and. I mean, you can hike three or four days without ever having to charge your phone. You yeah. Know? Also, turning your phone off whenever you sleep. That right there saves a lot of battery too. Because yeah, especially if you're not if you're not using it as an alarm. Yeah, yeah, I like to use my watch. Well, normally I don't do an alarm when I'm backpacking, but if yeah. I have to get up at a certain time, I try to do my watch. But the phone, yeah, if you can turn it off, because I think what's happening is a lot of times whenever whenever I'm backpacking, my phone doesn't have good service. And then all through the night, it's like trying to search. It's like, oh, yeah. where'd that tower go? Oh, there it is. Wait, where'd it go? And then it's you, you know, using all your juice. A hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with you completely on that. And that can be really, really frustrating. Um, one real quick thing, because we got to sign off here in just a, in just a second. Um, what is coming up for you here in the next few weeks? I mean, you've got this trip coming up on Labor Day, and you're uh, going to do some lake time. What else you got coming up, man? Uh, let me check my calendar here. I know that my birthday is coming up. And I think to celebrate, we're going to go down and do a uh, top golf in Nashville, Tennessee. Ooh, nice. Uh, also, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say about this, but there is uh, some people that's going to be meeting up that we all kind of know each other from you. Yeah. And I, a lot of us there. Yes, and I was going to take Bridget too, but apparently she has some kind of conference or something she's got to go to because she really wanted to go. She figured out that she loves backpacking, especially if there's another woman that she doesn't know that she can talk to and get to right, know. Right, right. That's to the, the fun factor. But I think those are going to be my, my two biggies because I have yeah. fall break coming up. Nice. You'll probably drag me to the beach for that one. That's awesome, man. I know I'm trying to work currently. I've, got, I've talked about I'm doing the Foothills Trail. Uh-huh. In November, and then I'm hoping, man, I, I want to get back down to Alabama. I want to go hang out with Crow down in Alabama. That's that's an I want to get back down there and hike with him again. It's been a couple of years since I've been down there, and me and my buddy Josh are just like itching to get back down there again. So we'll definitely be doing that. I'll definitely be seeing you at the October event um, when we'll all be hanging out there. And then um, I got a lot of catching up to do, man. I lost my entire summer, but of course fall's better anyways. Like the leaves look better and the the weather's nicer and all that kind of stuff. So I'm hoping to sneak off for several, at least overnight kind of things, and then maybe two or three good either weekend or week-long type of uh, backpacking trips. We'll just have to see what happens. The Foothills Trail, dude, that will be a highlight for your fall. You're going a little late. I don't know if you'll catch the leaves changing. Hopefully, they'll yeah, start. we won't be there for leaves. I think we're past the leaves. Okay, but we're also going to get more views because there's not going to be a lot of leaves in the way of being able to see things. 
absolutely dude you're gonna get so many waterfalls it is ridiculous yeah i cannot wait man well for myself and for jeremiah thank you guys for tuning in it's a short one this week but uh we didn't want to leave you guys hanging even though we weren't doing the live stream so for me for jeremiah you guys have a great one adios